Welcome to the Queen Player, a lifestyle podcast. Get inspired by our latest tips and information about small business, entrepreneurship, natural hair, travel, food, and even relationships. Stay tuned for another great episode. I am your host, Renee Patrice. Welcome back, everybody. I just wanted to check in again. We are in the last two days of May, which I can't even believe it's about to be June. But I didn't want May to slide on out the door without talking about mental health. I did do a mental health podcast. I'm not sure if it was last year or the year before, but I was saying that um, in previous podcasts that I was always going to do um, something about mental health every May, you know, do something special for that. And that's what this podcast is. This is actually a bonus podcast. Um, this is not season 12 yet. Um, season 12 is going to be our next podcast after that in a few days. Um, and we will have a guest, um, interview. So I'm not going to say what it's going to be about, but definitely entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs or anyone who is thinking about expanding their business and getting all their ducks in a row, you are going to want to tune in to the next podcast after this one. That's going to be season 12, episode one. So this is a bonus episode that I'm doing about mental health. I was um, on Instagram Live, this was a few months ago, and I wanted to kind of give a shout out to Fit Men Cook, Um, Kevin Curry, if you guys don't follow Fit, at Fit Men Cook on Instagram, or even on YouTube, I follow him on YouTube as well. This brother is so amazing not just amazing with the workouts and the the food recipes and things that he comes up with but he has recently uh in the last year or so opened up about him and his struggles with mental health with his own mental health and him dealing with anxiety and depression now i do have people close to me who deal with these things so This podcast is specifically for those people and anyone who has people in their lives who deal with these things. And I think I'm going to come at it from another point of view because this has just been, it's been sitting on me for a long time. And I'm going to come at it from another point of view. I think that people are probably not expecting. I am going to touch a little bit on the mental health aspect first, and then I'm going to go into the twist on it. First of all, um, anybody who, you know, knows me knows that I definitely am an advocate for uh, wellness and self-care and mental health, of course, is a major piece of that. You know, it's it's a piece of that self-care, you know, under that self-care umbrella. And I feel like, especially within the black community, and I've spoken about this before, even in previous podcasts, that we tend to sweep our mental health under the rug. We tend to sweep self-care under the rug. I had explained to a client um, maybe about a year and a half ago or so 
where they were struggling with their children and just, you know, keeping the peace in the house and all this. And, you know, and I said, you got to take care of yourself first. And they argued me down like, no, my kids come first, you know, all this. And I said, well, you can't give from an empty cup. So this particular client actually ended up having like a nervous breakdown and you know, I'm talking to them. They had kind of dropped off the scene for several days. And I was like, okay, what's going on? I usually, you know, we hit back and forth, you know, throughout the day, ideas and things like that. So I was like, wow, they've been quiet for a few days. What's going on? Tried to get in touch with them. Couldn't get in touch with them. What's happening? Come to find out that this individual was suffering from a nervous breakdown from anxiety and um they they have a a lot of anxiety and just fear their thing is more anxiety um they do go through bouts of depressive states but their their main focus is the anxiety but they don't want to be treated for it they're trying to do it through diet and exercise and all of that but it is severe And they have been told and diagnosed that it is severe, but still not wanting to get that professional help. I understand that people don't want to be on medication. I understand I'm I'm definitely not a pill popper. Um, You know, I barely want to take a Tylenol when I have a headache. I just, I'm very much a natural girl and, you know, I want to try to find the natural way to go about it. I'm very much into holistic health. I'm all about, you know, um, acupuncture and, you know, all that sort of stuff. I'm, I definitely love that. It has been great for me, even my health. I've spoken, uh, in the past about me dealing with uterine fibroids. So natural health to me is just amazing. And it it has been amazing for me and for others that I know that have, you know, really, uh, practiced that as a part of their self-care, you know, routine. So this individual ends up having a nervous breakdown and, you know, when they were home and resting and everything, I spoke to them and I said, listen, you know, I'm sorry to hear what's going on with you, but I'm telling you, you got to take care of yourself. So they said to me, you know, Renee, you're, you're so right because that's what the doctor said. The doctor said, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't give back to anything else in your life. That includes your children. That includes your job. That includes just even your spouse, anything. You'll never be able to get all those different things in order until you take care of yourself. You know, it's like nothing is going to go right. And that was always something that they mentioned, like things are always failing around them and they don't understand. I said, well, a lot of it has to do with the energy that you have around you. And if your energy is cloudy, then how are you going to be able to get to the other side where it's sunny and things are way better? You know, you have to take care of yourself. So We always hear that piece of the mental health aspect, but I'm going to talk about the twist of it because I think that this side is the side that a lot of people don't talk about. And it's the folks who have or are around folks who are dealing with any mental health issues such as bipolar, depression, anxiety, any of those things. You know, when they're dealing with um, it, it could even be a condition of OCD or whatever the different things. It could even be hoarding, whatever. We've seen so many different things out there that people are dealing with. 
first of all, it doesn't make you crazy. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you weird or anything. It just means that there's something innately within you, whatever the urge is, that is very hard to control. You know, whether it's chemically, you know, induced in the brain or whatever the case may be, it's not your fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's life. You know what I mean? But it's something that has to be addressed. And when you don't address it, it just affects everything in your life. You know, so speaking from the person on the receiving end of someone who is dealing with mental health issues, it's very hard for the person who's on the receiving end to help. It's very hard for the person on the receiving end to find clarity in what they can do to help you get better. You know, I think a lot of people always think about the folks who are dealing with the mental health issue, but they don't always think about the people who are around you, your friends, your family, you know, all of this stuff, your, your spouse, your coworkers, all of those folks are being affected. And sometimes they don't even know what's happening. You get into an argument, you get into a disagreement, you're not even sure what it was about. Or maybe it was something small and it blew up into something way bigger because you're harboring these feelings of, oh, you know, dealing with this person is so tough. You know, I can give an example, um, especially, um, you know, for those know that my dad passed away. It's been a year now since my dad has passed away. And that was something that my mom had to deal with, you know, with him. He was getting very down and depressed because of his um his health state, you know, was declining. And that was something that we actually had to deal with, with my dad. You know, he, we, I always tried to call him and talk to him and cheer him up. And he just wanted to hear from his girls and, you know, all that sort of thing, because it was something that lifted his spirits. It was something that we could just be there for him. I spent a lot of time, admittedly, and I own it, I spent a lot of time arguing with him and being upset with him because he doesn't want to go to the doctor. He doesn't want to have another blood test. He doesn't want to go through another, you know, CAT scan or whatever. I used to get so upset with him. And I said, you know, Renee, at some point, we don't know how long this man has. This was like three years ago. I I said this to myself because my dad and I got into a huge argument in the hospital because he was just not trying to have anybody deal with him and he wanted my mother to do everything and the hospital was like this is a liability all of this and I it just came all to a head and I basically asked my mom to leave the room disappear and I'm going to talk to my dad and we ended up getting into this argument and I said listen you have to allow these folks to help you because they're here to make sure that you are A1 and on point. Is your brand a little dull? Are you looking to start a brand, to start a business, and you have no idea where to begin? Contact Onyx Queen Media. We provide lifestyle branding and event planning services to businesses who are looking to expand their lifestyle brands. We collaborate with you to challenge your thinking, 
processes, and approach to your business. Our method is to assist you in coming up with new ideas and products to create brand awareness and to expand your streams of income. Visit www.onyxqueenmedia.com and we'll be able to help you with any questions that you have. That's www.onyxqueenmedia.com. to realize over time that I said, you know what, my dad is making a decision that he doesn't want to have to go through, you know, the constant poking and prodding anymore. So I had to really say to myself, okay, he made the decision. So let me just rock with that. And let me just enjoy the time that I have with my father. So those last two years or a year and a half or so, um, were just wonderful. Like we had great conversations. We were able to not dwell on the things that we didn't always see eye to eye on. I did never had like a horrible relationship with my dad, but during the teenage years, going into college, we just had like this opposition with us, you know, and I moved out of the house without that opposition being rectified. So, you know, I moved out of the house at 23, 24, however old I was, and we hadn't resolved a lot of things. But over the years, once I lived on my own and, you know, had my own place and all of that, I definitely had a different um a different outlook on certain things and of course once I you know went on in my life and got my first big job and then you know went on to get married and all of that all of those different things gave me more wisdom to understand him as an individual and who he was um you know being my father you know so i said do i want to keep arguing do i want to keep being upset do i want to keep this negative train running because really it's not it's not the situation that's happening to you you know people think well this is happening to me this is going on to me this is coming at me this is going on yes that is true life is going to happen but you have to change the way you react to it and that's something that I personally did dealing with mental health issues of people close to me. I had to change the way I reacted. I had to change the way I spoke to people. I had to change the way and make peace with certain situations. I had to, you know, change my reactions and my outlook because that was the only thing that I could control. You know what I mean? You can't control people. You can't control what they do. You can't control what they say. You can only say, bless you, Godspeed and keep it and keep it moving. That's all you can really do. So I say that from the perspective of a person who's dealt with that firsthand and also watching things unfold with other people as well. Going back to the traditional sense of the mental health aspect, 
when you recognize that something is happening with you, when you recognize that, man, I I need to get help, you have got to jump on it because it only gets worse. And that's something that um, Kevin Curry said is that, you know, it's, it's a progressive thing. You know, it's something that left untreated, left, you know, to chance or you're trying to grapple with it alone it can really take you to a dark place and he actually talked about how he would you know he got to the point where he was harming himself physically you know and a a friend of his uh found him you know and was like man you know we we got to get you some help you know so i never want to see anyone who's dealing with any of those types of situations to get to a place where they get so low that they can't crawl up out of it. All of us were given a certain amount of um, get up and go. And like, you know, like they said back in the day, that gumption to kind of get dig yourself out of situations when you're sad and when you're down. There's nothing wrong with being depressed. There's nothing wrong with being sad. What it is, is that when you stay there for long periods of time and over time, that may be something that is on the medical side that needs to be addressed, you know? And I know that folks listening, like I said, there's folks listening from so many different countries and I get emails all the time. I got a lot of emails the last time that I talked about mental health in the black community. I got a ton of DMs about it. It was really over it was kind of overwhelming because people were telling me their different stories and things like that and things that they dealt with and I was like wow you know we're, we're all human we're we're not out here alone you know what I mean we have great things and people and resources around us but we just have to tap into it you know and for the folks that are going through these issues Don't be afraid to reach out and tap into those resources. You know what I mean? And not just bouncing off ideas and thinking that you can cure yourself. Get professional help. Somebody totally who doesn't have any vested interest in you, who is well-versed at these sort of situations. Because that is going to be the thing that will bless your entire life. There is nothing wrong with sitting down with a counselor, psychiatrist, whatever. I've done it myself. It's amazing because their insight and their their foresight is is very genuine just for the fact that they don't know you. They don't have any preconceived notions of who you are. They don't know how you are when you're angry. They don't know how you are when you're happy. They don't know anything. So they just have to judge based on what you are saying to them and how they can read between the lines because a lot of people go to therapy and they don't really talk about anything they just talk around the subject and you know the therapist just takes their money if you really want it to work and you want to make a change within yourself you have to really talk about what's happening if you feel like you were abandoned as a child if you feel like you know um you know, my mother never loved me. If you feel, if you've been through abuse, whether it's mental, sexual, whatever it is, don't go into a situation with a counselor and, and not talk about that. Let it out. Talk about it. Talk about those things because those things shape our lives for the rest of our lives. 
things that we carry with us from childhood, things that we carry with us from our teenage years or whatever, they follow you and they manifest in so many ways, you know, are not just the way we think in our thought process, but they manifest sometimes in the way we are around our coworkers. It manifests in the way that how we deal with our family members. Sometimes it manifests in the way we raise our children. Some people raise their children a certain way just because that's all they know. They don't know anything else. And sometimes the way they're raising their kids may be something negative, but they don't even know it's negative because that's all they know. My thing is what I want to say to folks, and I always tell people I'm not overly churchy, but I do pray. And I wish all generational curses to just be completely broken. I don't care if your mother was depressed. I don't care if your father was depressed. I don't care if your grandmama had anxiety. I don't care if your uncle, you know, was, was some sort of, you know, the dude walking up and down the street, talking to himself. I don't care what's been going on. Schizophrenia, bipolar, whatever it is. Identify what's happening or if somebody is there to help you identify, go get that help. And as the family member or the cousin or the brother or the sister, and you know that there is somebody in your family who is dealing with this or is one of your close friends who's dealing with this, whatever it is, encourage them. Just be encouraged. Just be there for them because that's all you can do. Be there for them, but encourage them to get the help that they need. Because sometimes it just takes that one person to say, you know what? I love you. I care about you. I'm worried about you. I'm concerned. I'll go with you. Sometimes they need somebody else there to be a buffer. Maybe they don't need you in the room. Maybe they just need you to drive them there, you know? However you can be a friend to folks who are going through these things, be a friend to them. But don't let them slide deeper because you're afraid to speak up and say, hey, you got to get help for this. And I feel like just for me personally, I was a person that I just never really want to rock the boat. You know, I was a person that, okay, they'll be fine. I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to rock the friendship. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to rock the relationship or whatever. I just never wanted to rock the boat. And I've had friends who have just slid into bad spaces because I didn't speak up and say to my good girlfriend, hey, girl, let me help you because I saw something down the pike. I would keep it to myself and not say anything. You know, even within my own family, there's things that I saw, you know, with with close family members that I didn't say anything. You know, my mom and I had a conversation the other day and I said, you know what, Ma, I haven't said this to you, but I need to say this to you. You know what I mean? And we kind of like cleared the air on some things. Don't sit back and not say anything and watch somebody crumble. Always speak up. Always say what you need to say. Don't attack, but just make sure 
that you're being forthcoming with what you're saying. But I'm no longer going to sit quiet and sit by and allow friends of mine or family members you know, or even colleagues that I'm cool with or close with that, you know, that I work with on on a regular basis to just let them slide through life and not say, hey, what's going on? Ask questions. You don't have to, there's a way to ask questions without being nosy. There's a way to say, I'm here for you without being pushy. But don't just sit by and say, oh, they'll be, they'll be okay. They'll be fine. There's a saying that was going around Instagram, check on your strong friends. The friends that are always helping other people, check on them sometimes. Some, some of those folks need check-in more than anybody else because they're always helping. They're always there for people. Check on those folks. Be there for them. Self-care, mental health is so important. And now that I'm in my 40s, (laughs) it is even more prominent now. And I pay attention to it even more than I used to. Because this is, you know, the age when you get to be, when you turn 40 and, you know, now that I'm in my mid-40s, it's like, wow, you know, you, you see 50 on the horizon and it's like, wow, that's a whole other era, you know? And it can be very daunting because now you feel like you're pressed for time. Like, did I do everything that I wanted to do? You know what I mean? Because when I really think about it, 50 is not far off. And 80, my father passed away at 80. That's only 30 years more than that. So now I'm like, whoa, time flies. Don't allow bad decisions or mistakes or things that you made in your past define who you are and put you into a space that you feel you can't climb out of. That's just ridiculous. There are people out here that have been reckless all the way around and have found a way to come back to themselves and be like, wow, and succeed and do all the things that they wanted to do. Don't just be here in life just existing. You got to live. I know for me personally, I want to live. I don't want to just have life come and hit me with experiences, like just come and beat me up and feeling like I'm always down and mistakes that I've made and wrongdoings and all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't want life to trample all over me. I want to boss up and be like, hey, I lived. I visited some countries. I helped some people. I gave back. That's another thing. If you are feeling empty, if you're feeling like, man, it's just like this hole, this emptiness, give back. That helps with your mental health as well. Get the professional help, but give back. Give an afternoon to some youth in a local boys and girls club. You know, 
go down to a soup kitchen on a Saturday. You're going to be laying up in bed on Saturday anyway or going out to the mall or whatever like that. Take a Saturday and go down to the soup kitchen and talk to people. Sometimes that is all they need to give them a little bit of encouragement that people haven't forgotten about them. This mental health thing goes a long way. Each one can teach one. Each one can help each other. The term, it takes a village, is not by chance. We as human beings, we're a village of people and we can help each other and we can support each other. But you have to recognize when the support is needed. You have to be able to recognize when you need to get that help. And if somebody is trying to give you that help, don't push that person away. I, I saw this. This is another. I love quotes and stuff. Anybody who knows me knows I, I love quotes and everything. And there was a quote that I saw that said, some people are cursing the people that came to bless you. And I was like, wow, that's pretty deep. There may be somebody who's placed in your life for a reason. And you keep pushing them away and pushing them away. And, you know, you're you're making hasty decisions and you're like, oh, no, this is not how it's going to be. No, I want to do it this way. And it's got to be this way or the highway or whatever. Whatever that situation is, especially that goes on at the job all the time. Sometimes people are placed in your life for a reason. Even the annoying ones. Sometimes there's annoying people placed in your life for you to learn how to deal. I used to have some wild clients that were like impossible to please in my old nine to five job. But because of me learning how to deal with those clients, there's not a lot that people can throw at me in my own business now. I know how to deal with them. I see them coming from a mile away now because I dealt with that, you know, being an account manager for many years, managing, it wasn't just managing clients. It was actually like managing personalities and people's wants and needs at the drop of a hat or the ring of a phone or the blip of an email. This is what used to go on as an account manager for those folks who are out there in corporate America and you've been an account manager you know what it's like to keep people happy and some people you just couldn't make happy but that has nothing to do with you that's about them but what you take from that is I now know how to manage that situation so when you run into somebody else like that don't beat yourself up Because it's not about you. That individual has to do the work on themselves. So Mental Health Awareness Month is every, it's uh, in May. We're down to the last couple of days of May. So I wanted to make sure I got this bonus episode in. It's a long one. I usually do about 10, 15 minutes, but this is a longer one because this is very personal for me. It's definitely something I've dealt with with my own self and also people close to me. So this is my way of kind of giving back a little piece of myself 
for Mental Health Awareness Month. And also, again, shout out to Fit Men Cook. Go follow him on social media. He really is a cool guy. He cooks amazing food. His food is great. I've made some of his recipes myself, and um, they're really good. And he also, um, you know, since him opening up about his anxiety and depression, it has helped so many people and now he has a whole brand new platform of which he can give back you know and I just think that that's absolutely amazing so I'm hoping that you guys are investing in your mental health and your self-care we will be back in the next episode, which will be uh, June 1st or June 2nd, depending on when we get everything edited. But the beginning of June will be our new season. It'll be season 12, episode one. And again, if you're an entrepreneur, you're going to want to tune in. If you're a person who's thinking about leaving the nine to five world and becoming an entrepreneur, you'll want to tune in as well, because it's going to be a great episode. I'll talk to you guys soon. If you want to contact me, as always, you can DM me. You can email me, info at Onyx Queen Media. I'm at Onyx Queen Media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Bye-bye, you guys.